Get away from me If I was you, I'd watch what you say to me Snakes all in my bed, wanna lay with me This ain't no motherfucking why you play with me Don't play with me, this the only thing I love I love, 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 love I love, I love, 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 love I love, I love, 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 love I love, don't play with me, this the only thing I love, I love, 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 love Yo, what's smacking NBA hoop fans, basketball fans, special shout outs to that 2K community, Hall of Fame fam, Hall of Fame alumni, you know the voices, the man, the myth, the legend, and the maker, L. Scott Fitzgerald, the young Demi Goddard is in the building, I am the Michael Jordan of this shit, let's get it nigga, we are back lit, welcome to the vibe, if it's your first time listening, I appreciate you, I got something for you to listen to, I know my intro is longer than the last day at school, so pardon my interruption, let's talk about this right here. And they did it without Kevin Durant, still out with that sore ankle. Here's Boogie Cousins after his best game of the season. Uh, I think it's coming. We've had stretches where, you know, it's kind of fun for everybody. But, uh, you know, this is a, a team that's been together for a while. And, you know, they play a certain type of way and they're used to playing a certain type of way. So for me to just come in and, you know, I'm not expecting it to just this team to adjust to me. Obviously, I have to adjust to them. And, um... You know, I have my opportunities, so all I can do is just try to take advantage of those opportunities. And, uh, you know, I think I had those opportunities tonight. Nick, we were just talking yesterday about how much this team could really use the boogie we all saw of old, not the boogie we've seen this season. What did you make of Boogie's night? Listen, the ultimate insurance policy, maybe the best insurance policy we've seen in recent NBA history, came through. They were without one of their true super superstars. And Boogie was outstanding. It was his best game as a Warrior. He dominated that second unit because Iggy was in the starting lineup. They reshuffled the rotation a bit where the Warriors were particularly excellent to start the second and the fourth. That's where Boogie was particularly excellent. If you look at the plus minus from the game, every starter for the Warriors was a negative except for Boogie. So that is a big departure from what had been the trend. The trend had been the exact opposite of that. When Steph's on the court, it's a positive. Clay, Draymond, but Boogie had been the negative. Now, I don't know that the Rockets are overly concerned with what happened last night. I think the Rockets know they had one of the worst shooting nights of the year. Their their defense still actually did quite well, as they consistently do against the Golden State Warriors. And I don't know if the Rockets actually are upset that Boogie now feels even better about his playing time, better about his importance to the team, because I don't think Houston thinks this is a sustainable formula for the Warriors, particularly when Durant comes back. But credit to them. This was a game that if the Warriors lost, it's like you just said, hold on. They lost all four to the Rockets. They're only two and a half back are the Rockets. Could could the Rockets get the one seed again? That's now put to bed. So it's an important win. The Warriors avoid the season sweep. But I'm not going to overreact to it, but I will give Boogie credit because he has been the subject of a lot of criticism and he had his best game since he was a New Orleans Pelican. Yeah.
All right, y'all, we back lit. Appreciate y'all for sticking around, man. If it's your first time listening, man, I appreciate you. If it's your second time listening, I appreciate you. And if it's your third time, make sure that you like, rate, subscribe, or comment. Give me your reviews on the Hall of Fame Press Bad Show. Appreciate y'all for listening to me. Welcome to the barbershop. Come on in, close the door behind you, pull up a seat. I live in the Midwest. It is windy as heck outside, yo. It is very, very, very rainy outside it is very 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 warm outside but it's march and i live in the midwest so it is not warm per se but it is one of the warmest days of 2019 so that is why i'm saying it's warm but it's still cold out there but it's raining i live in the midwest it's sloppy outside so it is what it is but Let's talk about it. Okay, so boom. My TWTNIH, man, that I put out. Make sure that you guys look at that. Hall of Fame, big men or small guards. Let me know who runs the league, man. Big men or small men. The ones that are dominating the ball, those point guards that we love. The ones that are running the show, Damian Lillard and others come to mind and big men such as Jokic out there in Denver doing his thing come to mind so who runs the show and also that bled into something that I wrote on wordpress.com and make sure that you check out Hall of Fame wordpress.com and go check out the TWT NIH special on there as well a lot of exclusives on there but look Let's talk about it. Boogie Cousins was a vital piece to a W against the Rockets. Because of Draymond's lack of offense, he becomes a big, big, important piece. Now, he, of course, is something different that the Warriors haven't had, which is a dominant center that can create his own and... But they got Andrew Bogut back. It's pretty good, man. That was a very good thing that, I mean, these guys make changes. It's what it is, man. But Boogie is a vital piece because he can be a pick and pop. Uh, He can work better in the five and out scenarios. He can be your point forward when Draymond is doing bad in these positions that he's in when he's running down screens and baseline screens he's got somebody else great to run more of those double screens that they like to run sometimes so uh Boogie is a great addition to the team but what is something that's important is Boogie's health is again another game for him one of the more healthier games one of the more healthy moments that he's had and he's continuing to show that he's getting better with each game and so they just caught him on a good night but if I can say that like that it's it's not that easy but it is that easy because the Warriors make it look that easy you don't believe me man they got the W And it's because of a lot of things. Talk about it in just a second. Stay right there. Stay tuned.
And with all of that being said, um, Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. Look, DeMarcus Cousins was actually doing his thing in the Warriors versus Rockets game. Now, of course, this is the quote-unquote team that took them to the brink, a team that actually went to seven games with these guys, almost were two games out of winning the game. Fuck all that. I don't believe any of that. What happened on the court happened on the court, which is what you have to live with is how I feel of the 2016 ring that LeBron has on his hand. I don't believe that that was his. He didn't deserve it. It is what it is, though. Um, Let's talk about it, though. 2019, look, last night, the Warriors won. They were up. Well, the Rockets were up 3-0 in the standings in the games that they played this year. And now it is 3-1. And what is the difference in this game is DeMarcus Cousins. But... What I've been saying and what everybody has been saying is the Warriors or the field. The thing is, the Warriors are able to make these in-game transition changes or over the course of seven games can find a way to tune things and change things. Shoutouts to Shannon Sharp. He says, well, we're going to pick and roll, you know. Uh, Mike D'Antoni really didn't do it like he's supposed to, but he didn't pick and roll DeMarcus Cousins to death and get him up off the floor or whatever where he's almost deemed useless. Well, he scored those 28 points. He went off and stuff in this game last night, and what's important is what Skip said. Skip, I like your take. He said, um, this is undisputed. I'm uh, talking about um, the, it's crazy that I, Nick right on first things first let's go there first he broke down what needed to be said very very eloquently he said the problems if you have or the the biggest um what is that insurance policy is what he called it in getting demarcus cousins was actually put on display of saying hey if Kevin Durant goes down, we've got Boogie Cousins. Or we've got all of these guys who definitely can't stop us. Well, it was put on display, showed against the team that supposedly is the one that takes them to the brink. But what's important here is the fact that the Warriors make changes. This is the most different basketball team of the Warriors that the Rockets have seen this whole year okay each time of course has been a little different but this is the most different this is the one that doesn't have kevin durant and it has a good boogie cousins on it it has james harden going two for 12 for three and it has clint capella not being able to handle what demarcus cousins was throwing at him also clay just does what the hell clay does and gets 30 points and so you just have to deal with what you deal with in between the lines and what also happened is the rebounds so um in that i'll conclude talking about that with asking a question hall of fame chris broussard started something he said 
there's only with what happened on the court, Boogie having such a good game on the court, only teams that can now compete with what they have going on is basically the 76ers. I know he was it was live, it was quick. The question came, he, he's given his you know his notes and everything, he's got his own responses and what he's thinking in his head. But there's another team that can compete with this team. That's none other than OKC. You got Steven Adams. They said Shannon was saying, yeah, all the centers now, they just shoot threes. Steven Adams shoots them in practice, but he's not shooting them in game. He's running a pick and roll. He's running a pick and pop to, to a cutter to running another pick and roll. He's not doing anything over exaggerated. He's not doing anything to overextend himself. He's not doing anything special. He's not trying anything different. He's doing what works, kind of like Tim Duncan. And at this point, I see that the, you know, OKC has who they have on the court. They have Russell Westbrook, they have Paul George. They're going to have to put Dennis Schroeder in that lineup in the fourth quarter because the guy is just too clutch. And what happens there? You've got Steven Adams. You've got one more slot for a person, and it can't be Jeremy Grant. Where is Andre Roberson? What is what is happening? I know it's a lot of defense, and then I just cut off a lot of offense, but I just cut off a lot of offense with saying Andre Roberson. Excuse me. But I want to get it out there. Where is Andre Roberson? Is he going to play this year? Somebody let me know. I don't know if this guy is supposed to play this year. But he's been out all year. Is he going to play for the playoffs? Is is he going to be a bad X factor to put into the lineups in the playoffs? Is he going to be a good X factor to put in there? I don't know. But I see that being a lineup that kind of defensively can deal with the Warriors. They've got enough people that can handle what the Warriors are trying to throw at you in those 48 minutes that they're playing. Um, I will say that the 76ers, yeah, they have their four. You know what I'm saying? Because the 76ers have Ben Simmons, uh, Jimmy Butler... Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. That's four. And then you have a good shooter in J.J. Redick. you got the same thing in OKC, as I said, with Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George. It would probably be Andre Roberson and then Steven Adams. But if you can't get him, I guess it's going to have to be Jeremy Grant. And that kind of works, kind of not. But... I guess you can kind of hide him if you need to behind uh, Draymond Green. Or if you don't have to have him chasing Draymond Green around the three-point line, then, you know, you could definitely keep him in or whatever. But um, how about this? The death lineup. The death lineup was put in and DeMar- well, it, it, of course, it wasn't full, the full-on death lineup because uh Kevin Durant wasn't playing in the game, but still, in all in all, I'm talking about these great 
defensive, offensive players out there on the court, tall enough, short enough to handle what's going on on the court, playing small ball, playing five out, and being able to do and handle, carry out what needs to happen in the finals where it's not a lot of transition basketball, where it's not a lot of easy baskets. So, um, yeah, we got those two teams um, and then with the Warriors and their four because of DeMarcus, him and Draymond right now are kind of offsetting each other as one person on both sides of the ball. You got one person who really isn't going to be a rim protector, but Draymond will get up there and still try to make some blocks. He's definitely a rim protector. So, even at his size, doesn't matter. He is, um, you know what I'm saying, playing his position on defense, and then you have DeMarcus Cousins doing his thing on offense, while Draymond can't shoot at this point. He's not even looking toward the basket. He's not looking like he wants to shoot. And he's looking more and more like Lonzo Ball every day. Um, and that's what Skip likes. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Skip. I really like your take on this. But Draymond Green is becoming more of a Lonzo Ball. And Lonzo Ball is looking more like Draymond Green every day. And he's... He really likes that. He's like, he's going to transcend the NBA and he's going to be like crazy. No, he's not going to be that crazy. He's really going to be Draymond Green at this point. So quit the shenanigans. All right. But enough of that mess. I got another question. Just some small what if. Um, And I like to do a lot of what ifs. Um, Pardon my interruption. What if just some small should the NBA put up a glass barrier like the National Hockey League. With what's been going on with the conduct and this and that. And I'm telling you, people try to troll. People go out of their way to become a part of the show. People streakers and um, people jumping out onto the court. Um, purple shirt guy versus Dwayne Wade and the choke Reggie Miller put up versus um uh the Knicks where Spike Lee is on the court uh jumping up and he said we're well, blaming on Spike Lee and Scottie Pippen dunking on Patrick Ewing telling you know it's your guys are so close these people are so close we don't want to have a Monica Sellis and we got we've got all kinds of metal detectors and stuff like that. that is being said but there's things that happen there are ways that things happen people go out of their way for things to happen such as copycat issues or whatever people go out of their way to be malicious and go out of their way to try to either spark more people to do the same thing or they try to spark just nonsense in general you know what i'm saying they try to Either get paid off of it, make a book, make a movie, make something happen, documentary, go to jail for a long time and have stories. You know, it, it's anything that they could try to do maliciously trolling or whatever. It goes, it can go to that extent where I'm telling you, it's really a sense of heightened security and people thinking that people are sensitive. But 
people are just really trying to protect themselves and they do not want to be an example. So they're fighting back. And I won't say that it's just because it's Russell Westbrook. It is. It's kind of a picking on Russell Westbrook. But in, all in all, it is Utah. That's another part of it. But that's enough for that, man. I've already spoken enough on that. So should the NBA ever put up a glass barrier like the National Hockey League? You can see through it. I mean, everything is close. We may be able to see how people really feel and how people are really reacting. They'll smack on the glass and probably throw drinks and all kind of crazy stuff, you know, because... You have that stuff going on in the NBA now. People, fans and stuff, spill their drink in the front row. So there's a delay of game. You got to get that spill up. Or somebody throws something out onto the court. A rapper from Candy or something crazy. Just anything. And it has to delay the game. Stoppage of play. Okay, cool. Um, Chris Broussard's take on saying, well, we'll stop the game. And we're not going to stop. I mean, we're not going to play. And the game's going to be stopped until so-and-so is taken out of here or this situation is handled or if that whatever isn't picked up off the floor, that spill on the floor or something, anything. And I'll tell you, it's possible. Anything is possible. But what needs to happen is rules need to be set. People need to follow those rules, and if they don't follow those rules, there need to be repercussions. Um, so should the NBA put up a glass barrier? I mean, they're thinking about putting up a four-point line. Why not? When you put up the four-point line, just go ahead and throw the glass up there, too. Just just do it all at once, and then take the shot clock to whatever time y'all want to take the shot clock to, and figure out in those last two minutes to keep the clock running, and... Uh, have the commercials run at the bottom of the screen you've already got the uh the different sponsors on the jerseys now you got sponsors on the backboards and stuff like that you got sponsors running across the floors uh hardware floors you got all of this stuff going on just go ahead and just slap that glass up there too why not i don't know just if you're gonna do a four-point line, it just turns into an arcade game at that point. Turns into NBA Jam for me, and it is what it is. Shout out to Space Jam 2 coming out in a minute, man. It just <laughs> might as well be Space Jam 2. It just soon as Space Jam 2 comes out, you might as well because he's gonna make a billion dollars at that point. Uh, LeBron will have a billion dollars at that point. He'll have a top grossing movie around the world, and. Uh, He'll be in China. I mean, all during his offseason, he'll be in China, Germany, uh, Korea, doing all types of different stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to France. I got some listeners out there in France. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening to me. Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. Um, I got another question, man. Just another what if, just something small, man. Pardon my interruption. Do the Mavs win a championship with the tandem Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis? Do they ever put enough pieces together where they are competing for championships, whether that's five years from now, seven years from now? Because, you know, it took Dirk a long time to get back. He just ran into a hungry young Dwayne Wade who was not taking losing for an answer he was not taking no for an answer and 
That is what it is. Uh, shout out to Dwayne Wade's Braves, man. He went and did with Paul George. Shout outs to myself again doing the What to Watch with Fitz. If you have not seen Paul George's journey on ESPN, he had the whatever during the uh, offseason for going to OKC. He had that afro. Then he put the braids in his head. Now he bald-headed. Okay, the same thing that Dwayne Wade is doing. Shout out to Dwayne Wade Braves. It is what it is, though. Uh, we're enjoying your last season, your last season, bro. I promise we are. But listen, Hall of Fame. Let me know. Do the Mavs win a championship with that tandem? Do they put enough pieces around them in Dallas? I really believe that they will win a championship, and the reason why. Is because I think that Mark Cuban is going to pull the trigger on a trade way faster than I believe um, people will give the Mavericks credit for. I believe that they're going to throw their free agency hats into the ring where they're going to try and get another um, maybe two or three nice veteran um overseas players say it like that and they're going to lock in some big free agent somewhere they're gonna just go through the free agency market i don't think that they're gonna do too much with their trades i don't i don't know what it is about the mavericks but i think that mark cuban is gonna pull the trigger on some kind of big deal faster than we know and i think it's gonna end up happening next year and if it doesn't happen next year it'll be the next year after that but if it's next year he'll be competing with the zion and the um kevin durant and kimba Kyrie, clay where do these guys go he'll be competing in that uh conversation as well as those teams um how does this sound something that was inside of the Warriors game and stuff, the rebounds and stuff. They were talking about effort and actually wanting the ball and stuff like that. Colin Cowherd, Colin Cowherd used to say, he's padding his stats, he's padding his stats, referring to Russell Westbrook. Referring to effort, referring to your teammates wanting to help you. 50% 50% of it is, yes, your teammates are getting out of the way. And 50% of it is you're fighting your teammates and everybody else for the ball. You get those rebounds. Rebounds are important. Rebounds are the reason, another small reason, another big reason, whatever reason you want to call it, is a big reason why the Warriors won against the Rockets last night. But person that did not get a lot of rebounds that made me think that you know during their championship runs and stuff like that he was not getting a lot of like praise for it but he was not getting a lot of love for his rebounding Chris Bosh's rebounding he never would rebound Never. The man would end almost every game of their championship crazy runs with like three and four rebounds a game, two rebounds, end up a lot of games with no rebounds. 
it's like you're 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 seven feet tall and you're not getting any rebounds all game and you play how many minutes it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense you don't get an offensive rebound you don't get not one defensive rebound i don't know that's another part of why the warriors won and another thing that the warriors were lacking so i think that the turn on the key turn the switch type of type of clip that they can do they can shoot it off whenever they want to it just depends on how they feel just depends on what whatever they want to do um something else i did i did the poll for on hardwood amino shots outs to everyone on hardwood amino i did a poll asking who do you like more? Who's the better player right now? Paul George or LeBron James? Do the kids like Paul George? Hear me out. They're they're saying all of this stuff about LeBron. And they want him traded and all of this different type of stuff. The kids like Paul George. Do the kids like Paul George more than... LeBron. Do the kids like Kawhi more than LeBron? Do they like Kawhi more than LeBron? I understand Kevin Durant has went to his respective team that makes some people's skin crawl, think he's a snake and all of that stuff, but and then that throws him down to another level or whatever. You don't watch Anthony Davis. I know you don't. You don't watch Anthony Davis. I don't care what you say. No one watches New Orleans like that. So, the guys that play the best basketball, Giannis, those guys, they're just now exploding or whatever, but these are young guys. Do the kids like Paul George more than LeBron? And another thing, how does this sound? I do a lot of these on Hall of Fame Press Badge Word press.com make sure that you check it out i did another something special how does this sound i started these segments how does this sound and i'm going to give the hall of fame fam the opportunity to write in and let me know some fantasy ideas that they have and i got my first one but i have another one for myself i got kevin durant traded for LeBron James. They want to trade LeBron. They want to. They want to trade LeBron. They want to push this narrative. They want to say that it's somebody's fault. It's LeBron's fault. Well, he's old. Why not trade him? Let's get rid of him. What about Kevin Durant for LeBron James? Why I say that is because they want to get something for Kevin Durant when he leaves I don't want to just give him up for nothing he has options and if they want to they got rights they can do this trade if they want to let's get Kevin Durant where he wants to go let's get him to the Lakers and let's get LeBron over there and let's see if Whatever role would LeBron be, it would be point forward. It would be 
not bringing the ball to court at all because Steph Curry is better off the ball than he is with the ball. Sometimes I'll say 60% of the time he's better off ball. 40% is better because he holds so much gravity. But how about that? Kevin Durant for LeBron. You'll keep the Lakers the same and they say, hey, this is the one person that was added to the team. It's LeBron. He's our one max player. Why don't we trade our max player for another max player? See how that works out. How does that sound? How would you guys react to that? I mean, his decision making is already making everybody's skin crawl and they want to be mobile. Mogul, shout outs to Colin Cowherd with his nonsense, man. Keep cut the shenanigans, bro. Um, <clears throat> but still, how does that sound? Kevin Durant for LeBron James, but I don't know. Just pardon my interruption. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I definitely think that the new face, Steph Curry, 31, LeBron James, 35 next year, Kevin Durant, 32 next year. These guys are getting up there, and the next two years, there will be another face. You do have Kyrie, who will be 27 after next year. You got Kawhi, who will be 28. You got Carl Anthony Towns, who's losing his God everlasting mind. God bless him. He is uh, doing respectfully well. Uh, he's really young. I guess the talent has just skipped Andrew Wiggins. It is what it is about that situation there. Um, Trey Young is on his way. Luka Dantas is, of course, playing like he does not know what age is. And he is a professional and has been a professional for plenty of years now. So he's playing like a professional and playing at a high elite level, bro. So, um... I can't tell you. Also, um, I talked about the unicorns and stuff like that. The unicorns. What about Laurie Markkinen as a unicorn? I was going to add him into that conversation. What What about Laurie Markkinen as a unicorn? We're going to see him unleashed next year. Um, next year, man, I, if, heaven forbid these injuries from continuing to stack on or whatever but you know we got Levert um out there in um in Brooklyn so the Nets are getting a whole lot better you got uh D'Angelo Russell you know these younger guys are coming in Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic these guys are really young they're 23 22 24 Gary Harris I mean these guys are out there ready to hoop and these are the new faces so what do we think about the new faces? Who is going to be the new face? They're saying Giannis can't do it because he's international. Anthony Davis is just not talkative enough. And Kawhi is just not talkative enough. We're still kind of iffy on his laugh, even though he's been opening up a whole lot more and doing a lot of after game pre- uh, press and stuff like that. Where the hell is he going to go next year? It's just all over the place that next year is going to be kind of nasty. It's going to be all over the place. 
Can't wait until the playoffs. Pardon my interruption. It is only four weeks left, basically, of the NBA. Um, 12 games for some teams. 13 games for some teams. I mean, the season is almost over. Uh, coming down to crunch time. Uh, time for people to do what they do best. That's play winning basketball or tank on their way to looking forward to these guys that are playing hard in that March Madness tournament, man. Shout outs to the young boys. Shout outs to Zion taking a seat. And I will be talking about that very soon as well. Pardon my interruption. Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. And basketball is the game. I appreciate you guys for listening to me. As I said, you guys are everywhere. I appreciate you guys. You're awesome. Hall of Fame fam. Hall of Fame alumni. Thank you for rocking with me. Close the door on the way up out of the shop. Skip the intro. Get straight into the info. Pardon my interruption. This fits. We gone. What is there?